Be glorified, be glorified, be glorified, be glorified. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Be glorified, Lord. Oh, Father, we thank you this morning, this afternoon, this evening. Had it not be by you on our side, where would we have been? Wherever you are, just, just, just thank God. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Malalo Shete. Child of God, I bring you greetings from the Lord. And I welcome you all to, to the next episode of the Pillars of Life message. And I welcome you all to my podcast. Um, we, we started with a part one and we defined what pillars are. Uh, we, we understood what pillars are and we, we, we looked at the eight pillars. And for, for the past weeks, we, we have been dealing with the pillars one by one. Uh, in the part one, we dealt with two pillars, the spiritual and the emotional pillar. In, in, in the part two, we dealt with the relational pillar. And in the part three, we dealt with financial pillar. And this time around, I, I want to bring you the fourth part. And I, God is going to bless you. Amen. Oh, amen. Can we pray? Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Oh, Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Lord, we thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your grace. It has been by you, Lord, not of ourselves. Lord, through it all, your grace, your mercy has been sufficient. Let for the devil alone, we should be dead by now. Let for the enemy alone, we should be a prey for their teeth. But Father, you broke the snare, you took off the net, and you caused our souls to escape. And Lord, we have nothing to say than to thank you today. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I commit myself, I commit my listeners, wherever they are into your hands, just as John the Baptist prayed that you may increase, that he may decrease. Oh, Father, I pray that increase in me, increase in me, increase in me. Lord, may I not speak of myself. Paul said, for I came to you with a demonstration of the word and of, and what, and of power. I pray that Lord Jesus... Let the power and let the spirit of the word have its course in the life of your people. Lord, use this medium to transform lives. 
use this medium to lift souls i even pray anybody depressed under the sound of my voice lord i declare such soul is delivered in the name of jesus i repeat i pray thank you lord anyone under the sound of my voice going through any form of depression whatever thing bothering anyone by the heart father in this very moment that suicide or whatever thing that will bring harm has become an option father let your blood rescue now in the name of the lord jesus father i pray for my listeners and i ask the lord by this word let solutions be realized financially make a way spiritually let there be a lifting in the name of the lord jesus thank you lord god thank you lord god thank you lord god in the name of jesus oh shabbat so they get the great they beget the head malala la bashanda rada baso te get to get the head Oh we are grateful Lord Shandelegadabahel Child of God I am I am I'm excited I'm excited something is happening in the realms of the spirit just get yourself connected I see God causing healing a strong wave of healing whether it be in headache I see God touching you any form of sicknesses any form of infirmity in you I see God touching somebody under the sound of my voice I I I see a, a very hot sensation going through the head of somebody and thou say the lord that migraine that thing that has become a headache in your mind that thing that has become a sickness in you that has been thinking of within this period I see the power of god taking it away in the name of the lord jesus thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord child of god as i said we are dealing with a subject as we have been dealing with for the past month and weeks that is the pillars of life oh thank you lord the pillars of life and today we are looking at the part 4 now i i we have dealt with finance now today we want to deal with two other pillars so this will be the last but the last but one part uh, we will take it up to the fifth part and then we go to a new series so in this part i'll be dealing with two pillars I'll be dealing with number one, the health pillar, health pillar, apomodine, health apomodine, and the, the the next pillar we'll be dealing with in this part also is your professional pillar. Oh, thank you, Lord, professional pillar. Something good is coming. Your professional pillar, your professional pillar. Now I want to start with the health pillar, health pillar. Ba la 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 ba shehe. Have your way, Lord. Health pillar. Now I'm reading a scripture from Third John one verse two. Third John one two, and I read. It says, "Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospered." I repeat, Third John one two, beloved. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospered. Now, this is a message this is this is the writing of John and in this letter John has laid it emphatically that one of the things and that one of the things is wishing for the people 
is that number one in fact he says two things one is that they prosper and two is that they be in good health even as their soul prospered so i got to understand that it is possible that a man's soul can be prospering but physically the man's health will be deteriorating and in in other words it is also possible that physically a man may be prospering but such a man will also be in health crisis so the writer laid it emphatically and said that he wished above all things he's wishing about marriage he's wishing about money he's wishing about buying a car he's wishing above anything you can think of because he said i wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health so number one understand that prosperity without health is crisis listen to me prosperity without good health is what is crisis because if you don't take care and you prosper without being in good health you will lie and watch people spending your money you can build money as huge as it can be in rooms and in mansions but i tell you except you be in health hmm, people will sit and chop your money for you so the writer said that even as your soul prospered he is wishing that you prosper physically and also be in health be in health be in health i pray for somebody under the sound of my voice that any health situation you are facing may the hand of god deliver you right now in the name of jesus so 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 it means that it is also possible from this context from this scripture that there are people that are looking for money everywhere but these people will find money but at the end of the day will die and leave the money hmm. it is possible that there are people that are chasing after 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 wealth after mansions after cars after whatever thing you can think of but their health is questionable but the writer said he wished above all things that you prosper and be in health even as you're so prospered now let me go straight to the health pillar so this is an introductory and an introductory scripture i am giving you now think about this scripture critically and and let us go through so it means that we are living in a society where people are no more concerned about their health because whatever thing the person is doing is looking at what will bring money to him but not what his health will be that is that explains why a lot of people are dying people are dying people are dying people are in serious health conditions why because some way somehow we looked at other things we 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 looked at other matters we looked at other things rather than concentrating with our health so i'm not saying it is bad to seek after money i'm not saying it is bad to prosper no but what i'm trying to teach you today is that it is very important to take critical look at your health as far as you go in pursuit for what for money and for any other thing you can think of are you with me now let me explain and let me let me define what health is now according to the dictionary and according to the who according to the health professionals they define health as a state 
of complete physical, mental, and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Oh my goodness. We used to think, and myself, I used to think before, that when we say somebody is healthy, then I, I, I used to think that it, it means that the person is not sick. By sickness, I'm talking about the person is not bedridden, or the person is not having typhoid or malaria or AIDS or whatever thing you can make mention of. So, so, so I used to think that to be healthy simply means to be out of disease. But by this, by this definition, let me read it again. It says, health is a state of complete physical. Take note of the word, complete physical mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity so it means that it is also true that when there is the absence of disease and infirmity you are healthy but there is something that goes beyond there is something or there are things that goes beyond somebody being healthy and this is what i want to deal with today you see we grew up in societies where people are not concerned about their health why because people smoke anyhow people drink anyhow people eat anyhow people sleep anyhow people do things anyhow and i repeat that explains why in our dispensation the youth are dying anyhow because of habits habits you let me not digress now listen to me i said that health dealt with the state of complete physical mental and social well-being now quickly according to health professionals there are seven dimensions of health when we say somebody is healthy there are seven dimensional dimensions of health but for the sake of our subject we will deal with only three based on the definition i gave and you know let me mention the seven for the sake of for the sake of study you know the first is what physical second is emotional we have intellectual we have social we have spiritual environmental and lastly occupational so the seven dimensions of health number one we have physical we have emotional we have intellectual we have social we have spiritual we have environmental and what an occupational so it means that when we are defining health and we are saying somebody is healthy all these seven dimensions come in place to define a healthy person so i got to understand that it means that if somebody is emotionally stable and the person is not physically stable the person cannot or does not qualify to be classified as a healthy person probably the person is healthy physically but there are other dimensions because from the definition i said complete so it means it must be complete we are talking about physical emotional intellect i said for the sake of our subject we are we are dealing with just three three just three and we are picking three out of this seven the first thing we are picking is physical the second is mental and lastly social we are taking physical we are taking mental and what and social out of these three now listen to me listen to me do you think that 
if nationwide, I mean the whole world, everybody adheres to common hygiene situation. I don't know even how to term it. If 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 the whole world take care of itself, I'm talking about individuals. If we pay attention to our health in terms of common practices, common health practices, do you think this coronavirus will become a case? It will become an issue, and that tapes will have to be played all around, teaching a common thing like hand washing teaching a common thing like hand washing teaching a common thing like hand washing so the question here is that what went wrong so it means the whole world is sick oh come on if by this pandemic we are seeing this that somebody can get infected as a result of the person's inability to wash his or her hand, then it means that the whole world has been sick for a very long time. And this virus is bringing out the sickness in us. So, 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 so how can we explain this? That for all this while, now let's even put this coronavirus aside. Let's look at how diarrhea is transferred Let's look at how typhoid is transferred. Let's look at all other sicknesses you can think of. Now the question here is, it, is this the only disease or the only sickness that comes as a result of hygiene? And the answer is no. So it means that for all these years, we are looking at malaria through death, mosquito bites and what have you. So the question here is that, so all these years, all these years, what was the world doing about health? Oh, come on. So it means there is something wrong. There is something wrong with our systems as individuals. And I, I want you to be an ambassador of correcting these health issues. Number one, I said we are dealing with what? With physical health. With physical health. Now listen to me. Child of God, listen to me. If you want to make impact in life... If you want to go far in life, if you want to live long, if you want to make money and live to enjoy it, then you must learn to take care of yourself. I said what? You must learn to take care of yourself. You must learn how to maintain personal hygiene. You must learn to bath well. You must learn to brush well. You must learn to make yourself smell good. Sometimes it's amazing when some people get around you, eh? If you don't take, oh goodness, the kind of scent these people can own. <laughs> so, 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 so it means that until we learn as individuals to take care of ourselves very, very well, physically, we don't qualify to be defined as healthy people. Oh, I said what? Until we learn to take care of ourselves personally as individuals, we don't qualify to be defined as what? As healthy people. And it's amazing that people started saying that because there is free water, now they are going to bath twice a day, three times a day. So, so that explains that before, people were not bathing at all. <laughs> what went wrong? What went wrong? What went wrong? Now listen to me. You must not joke with your physical health. I said what? You must not joke with your physical health. Take care of yourself. Take care of what? Of yourself. Eat well. Drink well. Dress well. Let me stress on this. Dress well. Do you know that by dressing, we are able to define a madman? 
and by dressing we are also able to define a sound mind or a sound person the moment you meet a madman nobody will tell you that this person is mad by the appearance of the person you will know that mentally something is wrong so by the physical appearance you are able to define what the person is made up of so listen to me your dressing speaks a lot about you as a child of god now what is happening in our generation as christians i don't want to go there what is happening what is happening people dress anyhow even to church what is meant for the ninth club people will take to church what is meant for the gym people will take to church what what went wrong who be with us as generations who be with us so it means we are all we are all physically ill in the system we are we are we are all not well i said what we are all not well so 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 sometimes when we are talking about i remember listening to you know some some talks from the the, the psychiatric people at our facility no you look at mental health but let me just chip in this and and the lady said something funny but that was a powerful point she made she said that many are mad but only a few are on the street <laughs> i said she said that many are mad but what only a few are on the street and do you know why she said that there is a thin line between being sound and what and being mad now what does that mean so it means that there are people who mentally may be sound but physically they are but by the addressing when you see them it deems you right to describe them as madmen because one some of these people will take what is what is meant for club to church some of these people will take what is meant as a fashion just for pictures on social media for church so sometimes we watch we watch these celebrities or whatever on social media and what they wear at the poolside it is funny when sometimes you see people dress you look at them and you can picture a movie you watch and the kind of dressing these people are dressed are the kind of dressing in the movie you said them using at the beach and you saw them using just for photoshop for whatever and that is what Ghanaian citizen christians have picked I don't want to waste time on this so i want to admonish you that for you to be sound in life for you to be healthy you must not joke with your physical health and i told you that by physical health i'm talking about taking good care of yourself bathing well eating well eat well to have good body dress well to look good bath well brush your teeth well don't blow fuse on people use good roll-ons I said what use good roll-ons even if it is not good uh, the, the 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 i remember gone are the days when some of us were not getting access to to roll-on there, there was this thing we were using i've forgotten the name there's this white substance you you, you will place in water and then you use them on your armpit my goodness alum it is called alum or something or alone or i've forgotten the name but this thing is we used it we use it in water some of us will use those things on our armpit because we don't want to smell now things are have changed get some better perfumes get sprays and used let me continue now the second thing you must know about your health is your mental health i said what your mental health so 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 by mental health what do i mean i am talking about the soundness of your mind 
the what the soundness of your mind you must be sound and it is amazing that when i was going through the scripture and when i was going through series of scriptures i found that do you know that to harbor hatred in your mind simply means you are not mentally sound <laughs> let me blow your mind to to harbor hatred and envy in your mind does not make you healthy and therefore you don't qualify as a sound person so listen to me i want to admonish you and i'm putting it to you that if you are the type that harbor hatred for your brother for your sister then mentally there's something wrong with you because because the standard per the definitions the standard by god's creation is that each body should live freely with everyone and everybody so the moment your perception the moment your mental capacity is filled up with envy and hatred what will happen to you your brain will be consumed with hatred and listen to me the moment your brain get consumed with hatred and envy the brain's capacity is decreased and therefore you can't function well as a believer so 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 some of us and many of us can't even study and we can't excel academically because of envy and hatred what we must not have bought in our minds that is what we keep in our mind filthy thinking let me put it this way filthy thinking so listen to me if you want your health pillar to be strong mentally then you must learn to do away with filth in your brain i said what you must learn to do away with filth in your brain i don't know if i'm 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 speaking to somebody you must learn to do what to to free your mind free your mind of hatred free your mind of envy enough of keeping people's thing and as for you you can count the number of times somebody has offended you why are you computer what are you counting it for some people can count the number of time somebody has insulted them and when you get a grudge they will they will they will dress you they will spare oh goodness you are not mentally sound because the moment you are occupying your brain with some of these things you are diminishing the ability of the brain to work because those things act like virus now let me make it pra- practical now computers has memories now listen to me the moment a virus enters into the computer there are viruses that is that are able even to reduce the capacity of a memory so sometimes a, a, a memory or a ram can be 5 or 6 gig the moment the ram get infected with the virus it can be reduced as low as 1 gig or 2 gig now what happened it means that the virus has taken a huge or a higher portion of the memory of what of the ram and do you know what happens whenever virus attacks the ram of a computer one it slows the computer down it will make the computer unable or unable to operate at full capacity now and and just imagine you see a computer when you type one letter it will take 5 minutes before the letter will appear what will happen that is what is happening to you as a christian that is what is happening to you as a believer what have you kept in your mind you must be mentally sound and if you want to be mentally sound then you must learn to do away with filth in your brain enough of keeping hatred in your mind enough enough of of harboring anger in you the bible says let not the sun go down on your anger if somebody has offended you learn how to forgive the person keeping it in your brain is just like the virus on the computer you are reducing the capacity of your brain you are reducing the function of your brain am i talking to somebody the next thing i want you to know when it comes to mental health 
is that you must learn to reduce worry. Learn to do what? Reduce worry. Some of us worry for no reason. We do what? We worry for no reason. And there's a scripture in Luke chapter 12. We won't read it, but let me just give you the story. Luke chapter 12, 23 to 25. It speaks about the, the lilies and the flowers and the birds in the air. They not working, but still God providing for them. And the verse 25 speak interestingly and say that how many among you taking thought of himself will be able to or has ever added a cubit unto his height or his height? Jesus was speaking and asked that so all this worry you are worrying, all this thinking you are thinking. Have you ever seen a man that has ever worried so long, have worried over so many things, and that man has gained just an inch of an height to his height before? And the answer is no. So it means worry has nothing to what we are going through. Yes, I know you are going through things financially, you are going through things emotionally, but listen to me. If you want your brain to get solutions to what you are going through, then you must learn to reduce worry. It is possible that, that's why I, listen, I laid it and I said reduce worry. So it means sometimes you can go through some worrying situations. You may be worried at the point, but you must learn to reduce it. Never allow your worries to oppress you. And these are things that cause depression, and this is what caused many people to be mad on the street. There are a lot of people mad on the street due to depressions. Why? They kept a lot of worries in their brains. I used to know a, a, a certain lady in my, at where I'm coming from, my hometown, those days. And you no, know, the, 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 the woman was not mad, but everybody saw the woman as mad. You know why? Because when the woman is sitting, she would just be, be, be talking to herself. And when you listen to the story of the woman, she, she has gone through a lot. And because of that, when you hear her talking, she's talking about what the husband did, what the daughter did, what this person did, what this person did, and it has given the person a mental issue. So tell God, listen to me. If you truly, truly want to be sound in life, to enjoy what you are building, what you are building, what you are going to school for, what, what, what you are learning for, what you are praying for, then you must learn. To work on your mental health by number one freeing your mind of hatred freeing your mind of envy free your mind of filth and secondly you must reduce worry you must learn to do what learn to reduce worry don't worry so much yes it is true you need a, you need money but you think worrying and, and lamenting and mumbling will bring results no one of the things I've seen that God hates so much in life is people that mama, mama, mammering, mammering, because it is out of worry that people mammers. Because the moment you are worried about so many things, you would feel that God is incapable or God cannot solve your problem. Because worrying means you feel that there's something that must be done about what you are going through that has not been done. So when you check the story of the people from, 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 from Egypt to Canaan, what disqualified a lot of them was not their sin, but murmuring, murmuring. Yes, that is what some of us are doing. Listen to me. Listen to me. For you to be sound and healthy, you must learn to deal with your mental health. Mentally. Your brain, there, there are better things to do with your brain. There are better things to keep in mind. There are better things to put your brain at work for. 
Masa, the world is looking for inventions. The world is looking for people with ideas. You will look at the professional players and you will hear things. The world is looking for men with solutions. Listen to me, these solutions are in your brain. But it is locked. Why is your brain locked? Because of the kind of things you have kept in your brain. Learn to free your brain or field. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice. Whatever thing in your mind, whatever thing in your mind, whatever thing in your mind, limiting the capacity of your brain, may the hand of God visit you and take it away. In the name of Jesus. From today, I make prayer for you. That anything that keeps you worrying and worrying about life, may God lift that thing out of your life. Listen to me. Your brain need to function at some dimension. And it is believed that no man has ever used up to 10% of the capacity of his brain. 10% of the capacity of the person's brain. Now the question is, so all these things we are seeing, these inventions, these aeroplanes, these technologies, hey, so it is not even up to 10% of the capacity of the brain. Now ask yourself, then where is the state of the world as it stands now? What happens if we are able to do up to 15%? Oh my goodness. The world would have been a good place and a better place. But Christians, believers, this one, Christians, believers, some of us, the kind of things that are in our brain, people can be seated and I know people even listening to this message you are thinking about some, some nonsense things in your brain and you are limiting the potential of God's word. May God deliver you and baptize you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> now let me go quickly to the third. The, the third thing we want to deal with when it comes to health and to be the last, then we look at professional pillar. Now the third thing you must work on when it comes to being healthy and the health pillar is your social your social health or environment 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 sometimes it saddens my heart when 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 i sit in trotro and i sit in car and i see the kind of filth and the kind of death around our communities oh goodness who, who bewitched us what what rent went wrong is it that people people don't know that it is wrong to dump refuse in gutters? Is it? No, it is a pillar we have joked with as a nation. It is a pillar we have joked with as individuals. Now listen to me. Do you know? The Bible said, Holy Spirit, help me. It said that God dwells in the habitation of his people the habitation of his people so it means that the kind of atmosphere and the kind of environment you create determines the flow of god in your life oh and that this thing we also say that cleanliness is, in, is next to what next to godliness cleanliness is next to godliness so it means god does not like filthy people a fee a thing. I want to stress on this. A thing in our societies, in our environment. So it means we are sick as a nation. We are sick as world. We are sick as individuals. In your home, in your little room, in your little community. How are you keeping up your environment? 
how are you keeping up your small room how are you keeping up your small community listen to me until socially until environmentally you keep your environment neat and clean you are not healthy there is something wrong with you it is about time that as christians we set example sometimes even in the church this is this even in the church sometimes even in the church after service people will have to go around and sweep sweep and sweep and not that the sweep is coming from a torn bible oh, oh come on biscuits and water ah who bewitched us as a nation who bewitched us as christians what is wrong with us shout i repent from today i i am speak i'm talking to you out from the depth of my heart listen to me it's about time we set examples christians now you see how ghana has become neat because of coronavirus so it means that it is the people in the nation yeah yeah fee we make death everywhere and sometimes this some of these things explains why we are struggling as a nation because next to godliness is cleanliness how would god intervene in our affairs whilst our cities are filthy whilst our cities are full of refuse whilst our cities are full of 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 bola bola why would god dwell in some kind such a habitation no god can't dwell in these ones say i repent from today i would keep my environment clean I want to challenge you from today. Learn to keep your environment clean because it is part of your health pillar. The little house you are in, the little community you are in, the room you are staying in. Learn to keep it clean. Learn to keep it clean. God bless you for taking the decision to do that. God bless you. Oh, thank you Holy Spirit. Now, I want to go to our second pillar for today. So, this one brings us to the end of our health pillar. So, listen to me, I've spoken that in terms of health, we are talking about physical, mental, we are talking about intellectual, social, spiritual, environmental, occupational, being complete and being well, not just the absence of disease or infirmity. So it means that there are people that are sick but don't have any disease in them and we have understood that and I believe that from today you are taking the decision to keep up with your body dress well bath well cook well eat well exercise well now we are saying that we have to boost our immune system eat well and exercise well keep fit do something to keep you busy enough of the sleeping and sleeping exercise exercise and eat well yeah, she near lockdown when we see people we not recognize them because some people will be eating and and then <laughs> we also looked at 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 mental health and we have dealt into that we have also looking at social or environmental health and we've dealt with that i pray that god will grant you strength and god will help you to take note of this to be healthy to work on your pillar as far as your health is concerned now let's look at the last pillar for today and i have so much concern about this we are talking about 
our professional pillar. Shout professional pillar. Come on, shout it professional pillar. Now, I have some questions here that we have to answer. And I asked the question like this What went wrong? <laughs> Why professional pillar? Why do you think that professionalism is something that makes a man? Because we have made to understand, we I have taught you that pillar is that which makes a man. Your pillars, how strong your pillars are, determines how far you go in life. So how come I am saying that professionalism is a pillar that you must take note of? Now I said that what went wrong? Number one, we have failed to identify the place of work in the making of let, let, let me read it again i said we have failed to identify the place of work in making us prosperous yes we have failed to identify the place of work in making us prosperous what do i mean people can fast for 21 days people can fast for 30 days people can pray for three hours people can do whatever gymnastics as Christians but I tell you that there is a place for work there is a place for fasting there is a place for prayer there is a place for the gymnastics and sometimes some of us not sometimes some of us how we were brought up we always saw our uncles we always saw our mothers praying sometimes they are working Sometimes some of them are not working. Sometimes our brothers will tell us, Oh, I am trusting God for this. I am trusting God for that. And all we do is to sit down and fast and pray. I am not saying fasting and prayer is wrong. But you will understand me whilst we progress. So I said, what went wrong? Number one, we have failed to identify the place of work in making us prosperous. Prosperity is never made from people who fast and pray <laughs> but from workers people that work number two what went wrong we have been made to believe that serving god means being poor this is the problem this is a major problem what went wrong number two we have been made to believe that serving god means being poor so 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 i don't know it is now that even people are now beginning to appreciate the essence of being christians and making it in life because to some of us i myself to some of us when we're growing up when we see pastors and we see men of god and we see christians driving nice cars we question them and feel if you are a christian you must not enjoy good life and that is the foundation some of us have suffered from we have been made to believe that serving God means being poor but it is never true it is an error it is a pillar that has been messed up in our homes it is a pillar that has been messed up in our society it is a pillar that has been messed up in our community we grew up to believe that if you are Christian oh that is the mentality of a loser that is the mentality of poverty that is the mentality of serving God yes you will die and go to heaven but it will shock you that if, ah, you will you, do you know that poverty can take you to hell because until until you are sound financially sometimes your acts 
in pursuit for money will result in you sinning and it, it, it will lead you to where it must not lead you to oh come on the third thing that went wrong is that we have been made to believe that critical, th- critical thinking and inventions are for the world or for those who are in the world so some of us when we see people inventing cars and we see people inventing mighty things, yes, oh, they are awkward. They are Freemasons. They are awkward. And no wonder. That is why the world is ruled by those people that we are criticizing every day. What are we seeing? Christians feel that to, 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 to invent a car, to, to invent an aeroplane, to invent this and invent that, and we have left them for the unbelievers and they are taking hold over the world. So it will shock you that most of the things we are enjoying from even as Christians, most of these things are made from unbelieving sources. Illuminatis and free, they are making the cars, they are making the, the, the glamour things and the things we want to possess as Christians. Why? Because our foundation and our thinking have been made to believe that mm, that is what we have been made to believe. And it is a foundation that went wrong. And I want, to, I want to, to, to correct it by the grace of God. You must know. You must know that there is nothing wrong with inventions. There is nothing wrong from being a critical thinker. Inverting bulbs. People did it. You can do the same. People brought business ideas and it has, it has employed thousand people. It has employed millions. It is blessing generations. That is critical thinking. Innovations. Christians must stick up these things. Now the question here is, so, so what then are professional pillars? When we say professional pillars, what am I talking about? So we have seen what went wrong. So what is a professional pillar? I said, this, this deals with your career, occupation, and any other business that you are into that gives you an end meet. So in terms of professionalism, we are talking about your career, your occupation, or any business that gives you money, that puts something in your pocket at the end of the day. That is better definition you can find anywhere, but this is what the Lord gave me. The Lord said to me, and I wrote this, listen to me, I said that professionalism deals with minding, sorry, mining your mind to produce quality result to impact your world for a ransom reward let me go over i said professionalism deals with mining your mind to produce quality result to impact your world for a ransom reward so i got to understand that the world is only ready to reward people who have invented something who have brought something that was not in existence the world will always give to men that have solutions the world will only produce money for people that have something in hand that people are seeking after after so i said that in terms of your professional pillar it deals with the mining of your mind now listen to me child of god jesus is a God or a Jesus that deals with intellectual people. No wonder in the pursuit and in the lifestyle of Jesus, he called lawyers, he called accountants, he called doctors, he called physicians. Why? Because he knew that if a man has been able to pursue life, 
career or intellectually or occupationally to be able to become a doctor or a lawyer. No one such a person can can pull a crowd of 3,000 people in a day. If somebody has been able to study enough to be called a professor or to be called a doctor or to be called an accountant, then it means that person can be useful as far as the kingdom of God is concerned. So I have come to understand that when Jesus lived, there was the place of the illiterates and there was the place for literates. So there were people that God or Jesus called that were accountants Jesus called doctors Jesus called lawyers why he knew the place of professionalism he needed these professionals he needed accountants to keep his money for him he needed the lawyers to teach him law he needed the doctors and the physicians to teach him about medicine what to apply to codeine and what to apply to CPRO and what to apply to this so I have come to understand Standard until we as Christians come to understand the place of professionalism, the place of career, the place of the occupations we are into, the place of the call of God upon us. And listen to me, some of us, not all of us, listen to me, let me say it this way, not all of us has been called to preach the message behind the pulpit. Some of us has been called professionally as doctors. That is your field of operation. You must learn to use the word of God at your advantage being a doctor. Some of us has been called as nurses. Why did God call you a nurse? a nurse. God called you as a nurse to be able to help him in the healing ministry so that by the word of God you will heal somebody and draw somebody to Christ. So what do we see? What is wrong with Christians? What is making it difficult for us intellectually? What is making it difficult for us to be able to, to, to exhibit our professionalism on our field of work? Now Proverbs 22 verse 29 say it. Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings, he shall not stand before mean men. Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings, he shall not stand before mean men. So it means that diligence in your business, being diligent in what God has called you for, bring you before great men and it is that which will honor you. So what happened to the profession that God gave you? What happened to the career God gave you? What happened to the dream God gave you? What happened to the doctor idea God gave you? What happened to to the office you are working? What happened? Some of us, it is pathetic that as Christians, we enter into work and we want to substitute the place of work for religion. Listen to me. Listen to me. There is a place for religious activities and there is the place for what? For work. Now listen to me. Bible said, Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. The Bible didn't say, Seest thou a man diligent in his religion. Oh goodness. So God knows that if people or if men will become men of professionals, will become men of diligence, such men will be men that will dine with kings and will dominate 
and rule the world. Now, the reason why Christians are begging all over is because we have substituted the place of professionalism and the place of work for religion. Some of us think that because I am a Christian, I must not work hard. No wonder we are dying poor as Christians. We have substituted the place of work for religion. We have substituted the place of hard work for religion. Listen to me. There is a thing that fasting and prayer can do for you. And there is a thing that working hard can do for you. I have never seen anybody that has fasted for 41 days, 40 days, 100 days. And when the person finished fasting, God gave him money and said, I have made you a billionaire by dropping the money from the skies. No. Your fasting will smoothen and pave way. But your hard work will bring the money into your hands. Listen to me. We must know the place of work. We must learn to do what? Know the place of work. Now, Proverbs 20, 13 says, Do not love sleep or you, you will become poor. He says, Keep your eyes open and you will have plenty of food. Now, laziness has entangled us as Christians. Why can it happen that you entered into the same national service office with three or four people at the same workplace? At the end of the day, one person was picked and you were not picked. Don't you think there was something that was wrong? Some of us sometimes associate this with links and our link and our link. But don't you think you also have a link with God that if you should work hard, it will make room for you and present you before kings? Why? Because Christians want to depend solely on fasting and prayers. And we forget the place of work. We forget the place of professionalism. Listen to me. There is that which work will do for you. And there is that which what fasting and prayer can do for you. Listen to me. Never exchange the place of work with religion. Number two. I wrote and I said, Hard work may kill the body but will surely keep the pocket alive. I am talking about professional pillar. I want, this is a wake up call. Professional pillar. You have been called as an accountant. You have been called as this. You have been called as a pastor. You have been called as this. Listen to me. It is not only the fivefold ministry that God gave in the Bible or Paul gave in the Bible that, you know, qualify to be called as a calling. No. We all are called in that way. There are gifts of services. There are gifts of services that God gives unto us to be able to impact our world. Some of us have been gifted to become nurses. Some of us have been gifted to become daughters in so many ways. But we play with it and the unbelievers are taking our places in the society. The unbelievers are taking the places that are meant. Oh, so the scripture, Jeremiah put it this way, that, 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 that kings and queens are walking on barefoot and and the laborers and 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 the maids maids and 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 the servants are riding on horses why because the christians and the queens and the kings that we call ourselves we are forgotten the place of professionalism we are forgotten the place of work we are forgotten the place of working and earning something we think, oh, I go to church and pray. My, my, my spiritual papa is, is, is Archbishop. My spiritual papa is Apostle Bright. My spiritual papa, no. Your spiritual papa will never and can never manufacture money into your pocket. You will only have what you have worked for. And the last time when we look at finance, I spoke and I said that nobody can find money at where money has not been placed. What are you investing in? Listen to me professionally. 
what are you investing in you must learn to keep your professional life are you a nurse forget about being a christian when you enter the place of office i'm not saying don't be godly i'm not saying mess up no but what i mean is when you are working bible says see thou a man diligent in his business he will stand before kings therefore put aside i am i am i am so so and so in church no if it is work it must be work if it is work it must be what it must be work we must learn to be smart we must learn to be critical thinkers we must learn to draw the line between normality and professionalism listen to me the moment we learn to know the place of our professionalism listen to me it will make us expensive and and, and no wonder people that has been, been able to draw that line be by, by being smart being critical thinkers and being able to know the difference between normality and professionalism those people are the ones that are ruling the world listen to me be professional if i say be professional i mean pursue your career with diligence pursue your business with diligence pursue what god has given you with everything in you if it is trading you are trading some of us are nurses but still we are selling and and i remember talking to a particular lady and i told her as for you you are not called to be a nurse if i look at you you are called to do business and no wonder the person is doing business and the business is doing well even though the person is still a nurse listen to me you must learn to be diligent be diligent in what you are doing understand that if you are able to keep up by being smart by being a critical thinker and knowing when you must be religious and when you must be professional listen to me it will make your impact undeniable nobody in this earth can reject you when you are always displaying your professionalism at where you must display at the office you are what are you exhibiting professionally enough of the messing up enough of the laziness listen to me it's about time you draw that line know the place of god know the place of worship know the place of singing you know listen god is a systematic god there is a place you know it's amazing that when we go to church we don't just go there and do things anyhow there are there are systems we follow we know when to sing we know when to dance when to read when to pray why is it that as for you everything you want to do you want to hang it around god many of us are claiming god has failed us it is not god that has failed you it is you that has failed to be professional in what god has called you for god gave you a job to do how did you handle the job god gave you a business how did you handle the business god put you in a nursing school how diligent were you how well did you study god gave you the opportunity to do accounting how well were you able to study you messed up and now you are blaming god and god has failed you you are putting pressure on your on your pastor come on you failed yourself i said lastly that when you are able to draw this line between your professionalism and normality your value can't and will never be downplayed your value will never and can never be downplayed now listen to me the moment you are able to know this pillar of professionalism how to behave professionally when to be diligent when to work hard when to sleep when to wake up when to study when not to study when these systems are in place listen to me your value will never be downplayed men can never replace you with someone else listen to me the reason why now people can't do with bill gate is because his value is undeniable his 
value can never be replaced with anything what happened he played his role as a professional and he's enjoying the fruit of his labor listen to me it is better to go through the high hard times now than to to enjoy now and suffer later listen to me listen to me it's about time christians know the place of work when to use our brain we are too dull we are too dull in our mind you are in the office with an unbeliever a muslim and when when they needed people for solutions they needed people for ideas you were not called what went wrong you must be smart you must be smart from today i pray for you may god put on you the spirit of smartness may god make you a critical thinker may 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 may, may your value never be extinguished with anything take a decision from today that i'll be I'll, I'll be a professional listen to me the moment you know you are a professional in the ministry god has called you for you will do everything with system you will do everything systematically when we are talking about professionals you know <laughs> there are people that don't joke with their systems so to be a professional you must not joke with your system how things work around you how have you programmed yourself to make things work you must not joke with it god bless you god bless you i know you have taken a decision from today god bless you so much for making time I think today I've, I've been too emotional. I've spoken for, for, for a very long time. Uh, pardon me, but I believe it is worth it. I think I've gone an hour. God, God bless you so much for listening. God, God I pray that may, may God himself help you in health and, and in professionalism. You know, these pillars are things to structure you and put you in the right path in life. They are, they are, they are things to, to, to put your structures in place to, to ensure that you break forth. And so, and so, uh, permit me to, to, to be rebuking and exhorting. That is the purpose of the word of God. Hallelujah. God bless you so much. God bless you so much. We will come to an end of this episode. By the grace of God, I will bring you the faith part. And, and, and I tell you, that there's my favorite in that faith part. And, and it deals with life impact. Life impact. We will deal with that in the last part. That's the pillars of life part five. And I tell you, that will be the last part. Something good is coming your way. I believe you are so much blessed by listening to this podcast. God bless you so much. Once again, this is Apostle Bright Bedu, uh, the chief servant of Pure Rema and Inspirational Ministry. Uh, if, if, if in any way you want me to support you in prayer, feel free to contact me. 5 5 uh, whatever thing you want to share, feel free. And let me also know how this message has been a blessing to you. Share with somebody and let somebody be a blessing. Don't forget also to subscribe by downloading Podcast Addict. Podcast Addict on Google Play. Install, search for my name, and then subscribe. When you subscribe, you will be getting daily updates anytime I post a message. God bless you. Maybe you'd want to also sow your seed. You want to also give your offering. You want to give your tithe. You can do them through the MTN number I give. That's a 055-22-08-146. God bless you so much for making time to listen to today's message. Let me finally pray. I pray for you and I thank God for your life. And I thank God for impacting his word. I pray that may God make you a doer of his word. Whatever fruit this word must bear in your life, I pray. May God cause it to bear fruit in your life. Even within this hard time of this pandemic, I declare you covered in the blood. No evil shall befall you. None of your family members shall suffer this virus. In the name of Jesus Christ, God bless you.
बाय